Welcome back, listeners, to Sandman Stories Presents, a folklore podcast where I read you to sleep or until the next story. I'm your host, Dustin. Today we are back in the book of Yoruba Legends by M.I. Ogumifu. In the first story, we learn about a set of twins who agree on who should be king, but then jealousy comes into play. In the second and third stories, we learn about why the leopard is spotted. Okay, let's begin. The Twin Brothers A certain Yoruba king, Ajaka, had a favorite wife of whom he was very fond. But, alas, for his hopes, she gave birth to twins. At that time, it was the universal custom to destroy twins immediately at birth, and the mother with them. But the king had not the heart to put this cruel law into execution and he secretly charged one of his nobles to conduct the royal mother and her babes to a remote place where they might live in safety. Here the twin brothers grew into manhood and loved one another greatly. They were inseparable, and neither of them had any pleasure except in the company of the other. When one brother began to speak, the other completed his phrase. So harmonious were their thoughts and inclinations. Their mother, before she died, informed them of their royal birth, and from this moment they spent the time vainly regretting their exile, and wishing that the law of the country had made it possible for them to reign. At last they received the news that the king, their father, was dead, leaving no heir, and it seemed to the brothers that one of them ought to go to the capital and claim the throne. But which? To settle this point, they decided to cast stones, and the one who made the longer throw should claim the throne, and afterwards send for his brother to share in his splendor. The lot fell on the younger of the twins, and he set off to the capital, announced himself as the Olefin's son, and soon became king with the consent of all of the people. As soon as possible, he sent for his brother, who henceforth lived with him in the palace, and was treated with honor and distinction. But alas, jealousy began to overcome his brotherly affection, and one day, as he was walking with the king by the side of the river, he pushed his brother suddenly into the water, where he drowned. He then gave out in the palace that his brother was weary of kingship and had left the country, desiring him to reign in his stead. The king had certainly disappeared, and as no suspicion fell on the twin brother, he was made king and so realized his secret ambition. Some time later, happening to pass by the very spot where his brother had been drowned, he saw a fish rise to the surface of the water and begin to sing. Your brother lies here, your brother lies here. The king was very much afraid. He took up a sharp stone and killed the fish. But another day, when he passed the spot, attended by his nobles and shielded by the royal umbrella made of the skins of rare animals, the river itself rose into waves and sang, Your brother lies here. Your brother lies here. In astonishment, the courtiers stopped to listen. 
their suspicions were aroused, and when they looked into the water, they found the body of the king. Thus the secret of his disappearance was disclosed, and the wicked brother was rejected in horror by the people. At this disgrace, he took poison and so died. The End Okay, and story number two, how the leopard got his spots. At one time, the leopard was colored like a lion, and he had no dark markings, but he was pursued by Akiti, the renowned hunter, and feared that he might be slain. To avoid this, he ate the roots of a certain magic plant, which had the effect of making him invulnerable to any of the hunter's weapons. Soon afterwards, Akiti saw him as he slipped through the dense undergrowth of the forest. But though he shot his poison arrows, Leopard escaped. But where each arrow struck him, there appeared a dark mark. And now, though hunters still pursue him, he is rarely caught. But his body is covered with the marks of the arrows. So that as he goes among the trees, he looks exactly like the mingling of the sun and shadow. The end. Okay, and story number three, another story of leopard spots. According to another story, leopard once had very dark skin. He was prowling one day in a beautiful compound when he noticed a little hut in which a lady was taking her bath. Round and round the hut, leopard walked, waiting for an opportunity to spring into the hut and seize his victim, for he was hungry. But as he passed the opening of the hut, the lady saw him, and uttering a scream of terror, she threw at him her loofah, which was full of soap. She flung it at him, and he fled. But to this day, the leopard is still flecked with soap from foot to head. The End
the story of the twin brothers is so sad. If only jealousy didn't kill both of them. He really thought he could get away with it too. And in the two leopard stories, I just thought they were very cute. We saw Akiti earlier in Akiti the Hunter, where he fought with the elephant. And I liked the second of the two stories more, that he was flecked with soap, and that's why he's got the spots. Still, I'm really enjoying these books, and I look forward to reading more from this book. The podcast shout-out is to the SJW Comic Book Club. If you like comic books and also have a social justice bend, you will like this podcast. From their own site, the SJW Comic Book Club is a weekly book club-style podcast where three friends discuss a story arc in comics from a literary and progressive point of view. We try to center the opinions of people of color, women, LGBTQ+, etc., who are sometimes overlooked in nerd culture. So, if you like to hear about the characters that are pushing for their part in the spotlight, I think you will like this podcast, and so give them a listen, a rating, and a review. And the listener shout-out is to the Western Cape in South Africa. A western province in South Africa, its capital and biggest city is Cape Town. With more than 12,000 years of history before the first Europeans pulled up, Cape Town has enjoyed a long history. Something that had surprised me as an American was the racial terms used in South Africa. Cape Town residents self-identified as 43% black African, 40% colored, 16% white, and 1% Asian. And the people who make up the Cape Coloreds have a variety of ancestries such as Khoi and San people, Europeans, Osa, Malaysian, Indian, and Mozambique. And one of the most famous people from this culture is the New York rapper Jean Grey. So, to my listeners from the Cape, thank you, and good night. <laughs>